Welcome to Vitality Mindset Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, please call your doctor. And now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to Vitality Mindset Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osmond, and I sincerely thank you for joining me today. So what in the world is resistant starch? And how does it impact your vitality? Well, unfortunately, there's a lot of hype, a lot of questions surrounding resistant starch, and we're going to unravel some of those today. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about what resistant starch is, what it isn't, and then I want to tell you about one of my very favorite foods that is delicious and is loaded with resistant starch. That one may surprise you. It feels so good to feel good. So this is information you're going to want. So first of all, what exactly is resistant starch? Uh, Resistant starches are carbohydrates that resist digestion. Uh, and, And most of the digestion of starches takes place in the small intestine. So these starches move through the small intestine where they resist digestion and they move on to the large intestine, to the colon. And there in the colon, they are fermented by beneficial gut bacteria. We're always back to, you know, happy, healthy gut bacteria. So it's clear that we, we know that plant foods are good for our gut. I mean, this is such you know, common sense. And and maybe we should say this is uncommon sense uh, because it's, it's easier said than done, but it, but eating lots of plants absolutely fits with the design of our bodies. A lot of active research studies these days are uh, addressing the impact of digestion and these resistant starches are at the center of much of it because we found that they can, um, they can help prevent as well as control a lot of chronic human inflammatory diseases. I mean, those are things like diabetes, colon cancer, obesity, um, you know, lots of things. Scientists are once again showing us what our ancestors have known for centuries. I mean, we're going to feel better. We're going to enjoy more energy. We're going to have more vitality if we eat more real food, you know, and that includes uh, fruits and vegetables because we have to keep the bacteria in our intestines uh, happy. This is our microbiome. This, you know, billions and billions and billions of bacteria that way outnumber our cells. Uh, the microbiome is nourished by food rich in fiber, and that includes resistant starch. If you read some about resistant starch, you'll see it's considered uh, in, in some writing as a type of fiber. Uh, But the special thing about resistant starch is that it can't be digested by our bodies. It really has to be digested by beneficial gut bacteria. So think of starch as a chain of glucose molecules. And then there are enzymes in our bodies that break up these chains. They break these chains apart so that they can be easily digested 
and absorbed. Well, most starch is easily digested and dissolved in the small intestine. And there, you know, it produces glucose, it triggers insulin, you know, on down the line. Uh, It gets absorbed into the body and it provides nutrients as well as energy. Well, the remaining indigestible portion is called resistant starch, just as the name suggests, and it has incredible benefits. Uh, As this resistant starch continues its journey through the gut, it ends up in the large intestine, and there it's basically food for the beneficial bacteria. Now, we want to have beneficial bacteria in the large intestine, and we want to feed them well. Uh, and there are certain bacteria that are that are specialized in breaking down this resistant starch. So this breakdown process um, gives those bacteria, you know, the fuel they need to flourish, and they use the starch for energy. And in turn, they produce small carbohydrate molecules, which you've probably heard of, called short chain fatty acids. Short short chain fatty acids are essential for gut health. And so the neighboring bacteria feed on these these short chain carbohydrates, these short chain fatty acids, and then they excrete even smaller molecules. So one of the final waste products is called butyrate. I hate to call it a waste product because it's such an important energy source for our bodies. So this butyrate gets produced and then it's absorbed by the large intestine. Now it is essential for gut health. Uh, It's anti-inflammatory, it's good for immunity, and it helps to build a healthy gut wall lining. And of course, all of these overlapped. I mean, you can't separate uh, anything that's anti-inflammatory inflammatory from helping immunity, from helping a healthy gut lining, all of those go together. You know, it's never just one thing. We try so hard to find this, you know, this single thing that's the magic trick for staying vital, but but it's so many things that work together. And you've got to have a healthy gut lining if you want to feel good. And butyrate is essential for that. And butyrate comes basically from resistant starch. So if you eat enough resistant starch, your cells will have plenty of this butyrate to use for energy and for maintenance and repair of the the gut wall. That's hugely important for vitality. You know, you've got to have a happy, healthy gut to be a happy, healthy person. I always say health starts in the gut. The gut starts in the mouth. So you have to pay attention to all of this. Uh, Intestinal cells uh, are very sensitive to DNA damage. And, And that's often caused by environmental factors, things like, you know, pesticides, herbicides. I talked about glyphosate uh, in a previous uh, podcast, uh, but things like too much sugar, too much alcohol, you know, unmitigated stress, lots of things can damage the intestinal cells and damage their DNA. Now, this damage can result in mutations, and these mutations can accumulate. Uh, you know, that leads to all kinds of problems that zap your vitality, you know, including uh, poor immunity but even including colorectal cancer. And colorectal cancer is so prevalent in our world. And um, I, I think it's very, very important to understand resistant starch in terms of just keeping your uh, gut healthier. So a steady supply of butyrate, um, you know, as a result of this adequate resistant starch, allows your body to more easily detect 
those mutations, those mutations that are from environmental factors, and it helps get rid of them before they cause you problems. A, A starved microbiome cannot protect you from this, you know, the myriad of chronic inflammatory diseases. And and of course, that includes colorectal cancer. But on the other side of that, on the happy side of that, a nourished microbiome um, will increase your vitality, your energy, your zest for life. And so that includes eating more foods that are rich in resistant starch. So now we know basically what resistant starch is and uh, why it's so important. Now, there's a lot of confusion surrounding resistant starch. There's lots of smart people, lots of people that I respect that are on both sides of this and and disagree in the area of what, um, of some foods and how they become resistant starch. But I want to always be um, uh, clear that it's got to be safe to ask questions in any area. We want to keep exploring and and learning more. So in my way of thinking about resistant starch, it's always best to start with the basics uh, of what makes sense and to first look at the design of our bodies. So when you read about resistant starch, you're going to probably see that a lot of people believe that white rice and white potatoes are good sources of this beneficial starch. Now, that's where the rub is. That's where the controversy is. Uh, Many people say that if you cook rice or cook potatoes and then refrigerate it overnight, it becomes resistant starch in the refrigerator. And and that's partially true. I, I did a very deep dive into resistant starch getting ready for this podcast and, and learned a lot. And I think, um, that both groups are, are somewhat right. What what happens when uh, this you know rice is cooked or potatoes are cooked? It it becomes what's called retrograded starch. It's been cooked and then it's been cooled, and it forms uh, these crystalline regions that are not as vulnerable to breakdown. So while it's true that uh, cooking and cooling will increase the resistant starch. The thing you have to remember is that uh, like white rice doesn't have that much uh, fiber to begin with. So, so you're not going to end up with that much more. It's, um, it's very important. Well, let let me back up. It's not important for people who don't have blood sugar problems. It's very important for people who do have blood sugar issues because if you do have blood sugar challenges, um, like me, I do, you you need to be careful. You need to not, you know, be fooled and think, okay, well, if I cool this rice, it's not going to raise my blood sugar. It still is going to raise your blood sugar. Maybe not as much, but it, but there are other better ways to get resistant starch. And, you know, this has been, uh, in, in the really good studies, it's, they've checked uh, the, the amount of resistant starch in different foods uh, via patients with ileostomies. So, I mean, that is just fascinating to me because they're able to, you know, see what that food does before it gets to the to the colon. Uh, when you look at studies that are maybe rats or pigs or you know rabbit studies, you know, while they can have a lot of 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 good in them. It's important to remember that there are different physiologies and and we we don't 
metabolize things. You know, humans don't metabolize things quite the same, you know, as as animals. So I hope hope that makes sense that um, that it's that you've just got to be careful when you think that okay, resistant starch is you know some kind of magic thing. It's really not. It's very easy to measure it for yourself. I mean, if you want to think okay, now I can eat lots of rice, I can eat lots of potatoes because I all I have to do is cook it and cool it. Um, then then check it for yourself. Uh, it you can check your blood sugar and find out what's happening. You can know how it's impacting your own body. The key here is is to think for yourself and do your own experiment. Remember, you're the boss of your body. You may be a person that uh, can get resistant starch from rice and from potatoes, but but you want to know. To enjoy vitality, you have to take on the responsibility of of maintenance of your own body. Think of your body as your relationship vehicle and all vehicles need maintenance to keep running. So the average person, the typical person, uh, you know, the so-called normal person can forget that there are absolutely designed features in these relationship vehicles that have to be respected and that have to be maintained. Um, you know, in our world, we want some simple solution. We want a pill. Uh, we 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 want to make it just um, somebody else's responsibility. You know, that can be the usual or the regular pattern, the normal pattern. Uh, you know, normal is only what's typical in in the world or in a society at the time. And usually, the regular pattern is not that good. I mean. Re- Consider what normal is in our world. Normal is dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated, overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. Unfortunately, the normal person is not brimming with vitality, and the normal person does not have a, a really healthy gut. I mean, that is. That is just the truth when you start talking to people, and that can be changed. So, so if you, when you read about resistant starch, you know, read read critically. So finally, you know, what foods contain resistant starch? What foods can you really trust? Uh, resistant starch can be found in the cell walls of plant foods. So they have to be minimally processed plant foods. You know, it can be found in raw potatoes, uh, who wants to eat a raw potato? Not me. It can be found in green bananas. Um, you can find it in cashews, in chickpeas, like garbanzo beans, in raw oats, in yams, and um, in a variety of beans, including lentils. And the beans have to be, you know, cooked correctly to uh, to glean that that healthy resistant starch. But there's a lot of real foods that have lots of real nutrients and um, that don't raise your blood sugar as fast as, as rice for sure that they contain a lot of um, resistant starch. Now, my very favorite of these is green bananas. So when I started researching this, I thought, oh, who would want to eat green bananas? But I want to re- maintain an open mind, check out things. And, and I learned that... Um, the high uh, amount of resistant starch found in green bananas is very, very, very well documented. It's been very well studied. Uh, the green firm bananas are made mostly of starch, and that's about 80% of the fruit's 
dry weight. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Uh, And much of that 80% is resistant starch. But over time, as the bananas, you know, ripen and become yellow, that starch is converted to sugar, which is why they taste so sweet. So that's why I was hesitant to think, well, how can a green banana taste good? I had never tried one. But I found that uh, I was I was wrong about that. There are delicious ways to eat green bananas. I mean, one thing I learned is that you can make your own green banana chips. And three ingredients, green bananas, salt, and coconut oil. I mean, super easy, really good. Try it. You'll be surprised. Um, and loaded with resistant starch. So you just peel the bananas, uh, slice them thinly, you fry them in the hot coconut oil until they're, you know, light brown, whatever suits your taste buds. Uh, you know, salt them a little bit, uh, again, to keep your taste buds happy and, and drain them on a paper towel. Uh, I like to use Himalayan salt and you can enjoy them warm or you can join them cold. So that's an option for getting a great resistant starch that is well documented and is going to feed those hungry gut bacteria. Now, depending on where you live, there are also uh, packaged green banana chips in different varieties. I'm sure they're all over the place. I'm not a big shopper, but I did specifically go looking for these, and I found um, something from Bubba's Fine Foods. Now, I have no financial interest in Bubba's, but they are fantastic. They are. I have a package right now under my car seat if I get hungry when I'm out doing things. Um, now, the th- nice thing about Bubba's is they list their ingredients and it's all real food. It's all words you can pronounce, things you can envision. It's very impressive and they are very delicious. They have several different varieties. I definitely recommend uh, trying some green banana uh, snacks. And look for green banana. That's the that's the whole key. That the resistant starch is in the green bananas. Lots and lots of research in this area. Oh my goodness, it just feels so good to feel good. And every day in the medical literature, new studies are showing how important it is for you to nurture your uh, microbiome. You've got to have a healthy microbiome if you want to feel good. If you want to age more slowly. Um, so it's it's not only the foods that contain the nutrients that are important. It's actually what the beneficial bacteria in your gut are creating in response to the variety of foods you eat. You've got to be able to break those foods down. You've got to be able to effectively absorb the nutrients. And um, there's just a myriad of benefits from resistant starch. I mean, including blood sugar regulation, weight loss, lots of information on weight loss and resistant starch, uh, improved digestion, um, a healthier gut lining, uh, decreased inflammation, on and on. And once again, it all works together. It's never just one thing. Anything that improves your gut health will improve your relationship vehicle. And it's all about relationships. We want to feel good so that we can, you know, love God, love people, use our giftings to help each other. So in closing, remember, foods that contain resistant starch enhance vitality because they absorb more slowly and they are very easy on your blood sugar. 
If you wonder if a food is truly a resistant starch, check your blood sugar. Get a little glucometer. Um, It's easy to do. I check mine every morning and sometimes uh, throughout the day. You can find out what it's doing and how it's affecting you. It it really matters. Um, These resistant resistant starches, uh, you know, feed the beneficial bacteria. And this helps your gut wall barrier to be healthier. So I hope this helped you today. I thank you for joining me for episode, what are we on, 40 of Vitality Mindset uh, Made Simple. Uh, We're going to take the stress out of being healthy. We want to feel good. We're now in 340 cities, thanks to you, and 40 countries. Oh my goodness. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Uh, Blessings. Until next time. Oh, and P.S. I am thinking about changing the name of Vitality Mindset Made Simple to Vitality Made Simple. So shoot me an email, Debbie at drdebbieosmond.com. That's Debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E at drdebbieosmond.com. D-R-D-E-B-B-I-E-O-Z. M-E-N-T dot com. Let me know what you think. I was concerned that maybe it's a little uh, confusing that someone said, oh, I thought it was just a positive thinking podcast. And of course, it's not just a positive thinking podcast. So so maybe my name needs to be uh, modified a little bit. Let me know what you think. Vitality Made Simple. Is that a good name or a bad name? Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.